What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Welcome to Gluten is Not Your Problem. I'm here, as always, with our culinary expert, in-house expert, Walter Schmidt. I mean, you are what we have for an expert. <laughs> Thank you. That's, yeah. <laughs> don't don't overpromise there, buddy. I don't want to oversell you, but at the same time, you know what you're doing in the kitchen. It, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not always the smartest guy in the room, but, you know, sometimes. But, but you cook alone a lot, so you really are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes not even then though you know there's that episode with the with the pizza <laughs> the episode I with the pizza yet still not the smartest guy in the room yes yes that's right the oh were you what did you do to the pizza you tried to oh this is perfect this 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 ties into today's show what did you do to the pizza i, I um so you know there was one of those frozen pizzas where they have the pepperoni on there but they never put enough pepperoni so i just like to just, you know, fuck it. I take all the pepperoni and move it to one side. Then I have mm -hmm. a half cheese and half, you know, decent amount of pepperoni on the pizza. So then I was like, okay, well, I don't just want plain cheese. I've got other cheeses in the house. I will add cheese. I'll make like a four cheese pizza. Like, that's kind of exciting. So I added a bunch of other fucking cheeses. And it was, what did I put on there? It was like cream cheese. Like, ew. Yes. <laughs> it was really stupid. Like, it, was, it was a lot of really... Four choices. I think there was some blue cheese. It was bad. Oh, it was, I was so, like, did it burn? How, how bad like, it be? No. no, it just was globular and horrid. Soggy. <laughs> yeah, soggy would be a good word. <laughs> so, and as you can hear, we're also um, joined oh, yeah. by Mackenzie Doyle, who is our cheese expert for today. Sure. <laughs> I'll just say you. You're known for a great many things, but you were known at one point at the uh, Fairmont Sonoma Mission Inn as the premier cheese expert. Were you not? Were you not the go-to person for any cheese? Well, I'm sure just because I did it for the longest there. Five years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would call I would call you an expert if you if you worked <laughs> with cheese for every day for five years. I mean, that's not too many people can say that. True. Um, what day? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so today's episode is all about cheese. And then I was, I was wondering, Walter, could you just give us a brief little, like, what is cheese? Cheese? What, you, is, <laughs> um, what well, is cheese? It's, it's milk. Well, it's, it's, it's bad, it's bad milk. I mean, I don't know. You, you mm -hmm. bacteria. Bacteria. You infect it with bacteria. You culture it. It's cultured. It's like yogurt. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, the making process. You know, you. Um, make the curds in the way you, you, you know, you boil it up and you, you have to curdle it uh, with something and then um, let it separate like that. And then you drain off the liquid, the whey, and, and then you get the curds, the cheese curds, and you strain those a little bit further and you dry them out and you end up with this firm. Agent or know. not agent. It was probably originally like some kind of dare. They're like, Oh God, what is this? <laughs> yeah. You eat it. No, you so, eat it. You eat it. I, and then somebody ate it and they're like, this is actually pretty good. And right. So, I looked this up, and it turns out that um, ancient people 
they found this on accident because they had when they had sheep and goats and then ultimately cows but i think it was sheep and goats at first they would milk them and they would put they would use stomach linings as like backpacks basically to carry things around and they would put the milk in the stomach lining and over there obviously there's no refrigeration in the ancient world and the milk would just curdle inside the stomach lining of the animal mm. <laughs> somebody was brave enough to eat a piece and they were like oh not only is this good it's you now it really lasts hungry. Yeah. It lasts forever, right? Mm -hmm. So, or not, maybe not forever. There's some that do last for a very long time, but, um, so yeah. And then one of the, I think there's one of cheese, it's, it's Edam cheese, which is from, uh, Holland from the Netherlands. It never goes bad. It just, um, it just hardens. So oh. you can still you eat it. Shave it after over time. Then you just have to shave it down or something to use it. That's it. Yeah. So they would take it on like long sea voyages. They would stock up on Edom because it wouldn't mold. It would just get hard and then they could shave it. Um, Sounds delicious. <laughs> I think Edom is a tasty cheese. I don't remember. Um, what is your more tasty over time? Well, so. <laughs> yeah. just like you, Walter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a fine time. cheese. Uh, look out, um, ladies. About to wrap up. <laughs> I also looked up um, the entomology of the the phrase cheesy. Like, if something's cheesy, mm -hmm. like, what do you like? What do you, what do you think of when you're like, oh, that's real cheesy? Like, what do you mm -hmm. think of it? Mostly me, mostly. Okay, <laughs> something stupid or goofy or silly or really kind of dumb. I wouldn't call you silly or dumb, <laughs> but <laughs> cheesy, like something that's not to be taken seriously. Yes. So the original was in the mid to late 19th century. It was an Indo-British slang. Um, and it actually meant something was good and cool. It was like, it's chiz, C-H-I-Z. And it was from, a, um, from an Indian word, <clears throat> from an huh. East Indian word. And it used to mean like something was big, like it was the chiz. And like, when you say Indo-British, are we saying like, like an Indian? East Indian uh, British. infused with like the the Indian culture, is that what that means? Mm -hmm. So chiz, yeah. Indo, like when you say like Indo-European or Indo, we're saying that that's culturally influenced by the Indian. East Indians, yes. Indian culture, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so <clears throat> so the chiz could kind of be like, it's the shiz, right? Like yeah, that's where. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of cool because I had never, I didn't know where it was from and now I know where yeah. it's from. Um, and then also, so they take bacteria, right? Where do they get this bacteria from to make the cheese, Walter? Like, is it from animals, right? Well, it could be from a lot of different places. And actually there was a, there's a group of, uh, really disturbing people that made some cheese cultured from human sweat glands. Oh. This is why I bring this up. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it smelled apparently like the human like a human armpit like because that's what the bacteria i mean that's where the smell in your armpit comes from the bacteria that's growing in your mm -hmm. armpit so like yeah that's what the cheese tasted and smelled like it was just like a sweaty guy <laughs> why uh, is it a maybe it could have been a sweaty girl though <laughs> well see that that doesn't smell bad to me i mean that's you know Mm. I feel like girls, a job well done. I feel like girls smell bad and guys smell good. But I guess see that's you could go in and choose <laughs> pick your poison. It's probably because we're straight. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's what you're. That's what you're. You're. That. You're attracted to the pheromones and they cheese. They have like so, a description of like who this cheese was from. <laughs> it was a <that's>, redhead. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if I made a cheese from a man, and let a man and a woman smell it, if they would be. Right. Like, this one I like. I like the way this one smells. Or right. I don't like this one. This one's too pungent. But you wouldn't. You couldn't tell them where it came from first. They'd be too grossed out. They'd be like, well, yeah. No, that smells awful. But if you just didn't tell them. Because there's definitely cheeses that I like to smell, and there's ones that the rind is just. Ugh. Well, after we went to the we because we talked about this last time, didn't we? We talked about the Layla farm. The farm. Yeah. We Please. went to the goats and we smelled the goats' balls because I thought <laughs> they were they were talking mm -hmm. about making goats' cheese, goats' milk cheese. And I was like, oh, you're doing it right now. I can smell it. It smells great because I love goat cheese. It's great. And then they're like, no, no, that's just the musk of the male goats over there. They're like 10 feet away from you. That's the smell of their balls. And I was like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. And then she's like, that's where the cheese gets its flavor from. And I'm like, fucking worse. Thanks. And I couldn't eat goat cheese for like a year, maybe longer. Yeah. I kind of don't want it now, but. Barney. Yeah. Would you have some goat cheese now? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, not, like I'm gonna have to wait. I'm gonna. I might need a drink first. But it's the. <laughs> but it's the. It's the bacteria from the lower nether regions of the of the goat. Yeah. Fromunda. Mm. Yeah. Fromunda. Yes. All the cheese is Fromunda cheese, if you can think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I'm just going down. I got a bunch of like little cheese facts. Um, one of them was the, the bacteria. And the, out there doesn't have Google. John has taken care of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, people might, people actually like to listen to other people talk about cheese, Walter. There's at least three people out there. <laughs> right. Listening is sometimes easier than reading. Yeah, that's true. For some people, <laughs> all three of us are here. So this um, is working out great. And then, I guess there was two, there was some, like, when you talk about like, there were certain bacteria that live like between your toes that have the same scent as like a bag of Doritos too. That's speaking of human bacteria. Uh -huh. I don't know. All I know is like truffles, like tr people are like, ooh, truffle this, truffle that. And I swear to God, there was one time, I don't know what I was doing at my grandma's house, but like my grandfather was there and his, he had just come in from the farm, kicked off his boots, and he had his feet up on the table or something, and he had his long, you know, old man yellow toenails, mm -hmm. and it smelled. And it, and it, the first time I ever smelled truffle brought me right back. I was like, oh, that smells like my grandfather's feet. That's oh my god! <laughs> so maybe he's a delicious man. And maybe that shit's disgusting. I don't. You be the judge. Well, I... I mean, this has nothing to do with cheese, but I did read this article when they were testing people's belly buttons like mm -hmm. the bacteria in their belly buttons and they actually found bacteria in people's belly buttons this woman had bacteria that's only found in like china or something and she had never been to china and another man his bacteria was a bacteria that they only found in like alaska or some shit like that. that's crazy yeah like the weird things our bodies <laughs> so so do you think that that bacteria traveled somehow or is it just that our bodies are creating this autonomously through some, I mean, what could even possibly, what could a man in China have that I have and, or yeah, that the I woman know. had? I don't know. <laughs> corona. Money. <No>. Money? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like paper money. I mean, it changes hands. You have got like human, like American dollars are over there and then they come back over here. I mean, like all that shit is, you know, money is, they talk about it all the time. It's filthy. Yeah. And paper money, mm -hmm. you know, 
quadruply so it's porous you know it's, it's basically mm-hmm. it's, it's a sponge yeah. for like you you try you ever see that uh that where's washington or the washington you know that thing you see them occasionally on a one dollar bill they'll have a stamp on it says like yeah or whatever where i've been or something yeah. like that what the hell is that oh that means your time is up walter i don't know i don't know where that came from was that your phone <laughs> <laughs> that came from you dude are you sure because i don't have anything on Okay. Here, dude. Oh, well. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> do you is that uh, we have to change subjects? Is that no, our no? <laughs> well, do, when do you think paper money is going to be outlawed? Do you think like in five years, ten years? Why would it be outlawed? No, I filthy. heard that they're trying to kind of get rid of it, right? Mm-hmm. It I don't know. That's it's just really a thought. bad idea. All it's going to do is. Uh, like more black market shit. You're gonna be paying for stuff with diamonds and gold. You're gonna bring that stuff back. You're gonna have to have something because not everyone has electricity all the time and electricity fails. Totally. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh the power goes out. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Bust out the knuckle busters and hope all those numbers make sense. Like, oh, everything's on your phone, but then you just dropped your phone and it's broken. Yeah. Now like mm-hmm. that poor guy uh who's on vacation. I told you about that, John, years ago at the fish story in Napa. I was alone. It was like he was the only guy in there. We just opened, and this poor guy was on vacation. He was staying at the hotel down the street. And he stopped in for a drink. I paid with his card, and I was just like, I swiped it, and I was just kind of haphazardly, just kind of flexing it in my hands a little oh bit, my God. and it popped in half. Like it just exploded in my hands right in front of the poor guy. And I turned to him. I'm like, <clears throat> so sorry. <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, I'm on vacation. It's like Saturday, oh and he's God. from New York. He's like, that was my that's like that's it like i need i needed that (laughs) and there's no way his bank can get him another one in the next two days did you buy his taxi no well he was was walking to the the hotel was like right down the road okay but i was like obviously i'm not going to charge you for your food like my manager's in his office i'm terribly sorry sir um you need to be more delicate with this. Yeah, I don't fuck with cards now. Like, I swipe them, I go right back. Like, You're just over here pinching it, like just having fun. Yeah, I just kind of went right in his face. Like a little bit. Like, I was not trying to break the poor man's What do you say to you, Walter? He just, well, not much. His face was, just, I think our faces were mirrored. We're just like, uh, he didn't know what to do any more than I did. Like, wow. Like, what would you do if somebody just set fire to your car right in front of you? Like, what, what right now? Like, Really? Just So back to the cheese. Right, <laughs> cheese. That's so um, you know, we're all dealing with all this madness that's going on in the world. And one of the one of the side effects is that um so the French have a cheese for every single day of the year. I don't know if you knew that. Well they have up they have over a thousand different cheeses. Are we disagreeing wow. on how many days of the year there are, Tom? No, but they have picked one for each day of the year. That doesn't mean they don't have more than that. They have more. So they have about a thousand cheeses, different varieties they have created. Um, but they have one chosen for each day of the year. Now, that's a lot of cheese. And as we all know, everybody has kind of been sheltered in place and not spending a lot of money and you know not going out. And so um, the French government has been promoting people to please for the love of cheese go buy more cheese cheese. yeah france we need you to buy cheese because they've got a surplus of cheese there's they're overflowing they cannot sell it enough there'll be some screaming deals and i will fucking buy some cheese dude Mm -hmm. ship that ship that ship (laughs) 
There was one, um, somebody was telling me, or I read it, um, they had a bunch of cheese that was, in 2013, there was about a ton of cheese that was stopped at the border here um, because of the mites that were in the cheese that they didn't want them coming through. Did you know anything about, do you know I've about cheese mites? Yeah. Border. What border? The you, border they, wouldn't let it, they wouldn't let them through customs. Oh, okay. Like a lot of those French cheeses, because they're unpasteurized, right? What's oh, yeah. the difference between have, uh, pasteurized and unpasteurized? Yeah. Or what's the difference? Wisteria? Isn't that the name of what it's? Yeah, it's like? that's what you get from queso fresco. You can get that for sure. Yeah. So that's why we started pasteurizing our cheese. So that's what they're afraid of. I don't know. Just people like it. Like our cheese has to be pasteurized to some extent. Louis Pasteur. Was the guy? I don't know what year that was. Seventeen, eighteen hundreds, eighteen ninety-eight. I don't know. Louis <laughs> Pasteur. He uh, is going to make up a year. Uh huh. Fact checkers out there, beware. And uh, yeah, he's the one who started like boiling shit, and started pasteurizing milk, and making it safe. And so now we pasteurize. We pasteurize our cheese in this country. That was the guy's last name. Pasteur. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Walter, what's your favorite cheese? Fuck you. What? That's yeah. not a fair question. There's yeah. so many. I mean, it depends on your mood, mm -hmm. how hungry you are. What are you eating? I mean, you've got to have like Romano or Parmesan on your, on your, if you have a red sauce going on, like mm -hmm. on there. if I have a, a taco, I know this is sacrilegious, but I like my cheddar grated. Mm -hmm. Um, Philly cream cheese. I don't think I could live without cream cheese. <laughs> It goes good on the pizza, right? Yeah, are you still working with that one? You're gonna try that one again? Never, never let it go. What about you, Mackenzie? What is your favorite cheese? I have to say brie, but I like them. There's so many. Like I like semi-soft cheeses. I just love like a good brie with some apples and like hot brie or cold brie. Love hot brie. I mean, I don't discriminate. No brie. So, so Mackenzie. Uh, was kind enough to join us for something in specific, not just her cheese, well, because of her cheese knowledge. Um, so I wanted to give you a little bit of a quiz. I don't have a prize. I wish I had a wheel of cheese. Perhaps Walter will buy you a wheel of cheese today for your time and your effort. A nice wheel of brie, a small token of your, uh, of our appreciation. <laughs> I've asked you here, Mackenzie, because of your cheese expertise, and I'm gonna read some descriptions of some cheeses from around the world. And I'm gonna ask you to tell me which cheese they are. Okay. And you're, you're playing for a wheel of brie from Walter. <laughs> I will buy Well, from one. us. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start with number one. A harbinger of life, this wheel of cheese rolls into spring wrapped in nettle leaves and made from single sourced organic cow's milk. It boasts a mellow yet tangy flavor and a hint of smoked artichoke. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like, it's not Le Chevreau. It's like some French chev, I think. So it's the nettle. So nettles nettle? and cows. It's cow's milk. Oh, it is cows. This isn't uh, Florida Marquis, is it? No. No, that one has the tarragon. And this is, uh, it's, it's, it's the, from the U.S. Mm -hmm. 
I can't think of the name, but I know which one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what the name is? St. Pat. Oh, St. Pat. From Cowgirl Creamery? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you did know it or you didn't know it? Um, I, I know like the name St. Pat. I know it's from Cowgirls, but okay. I couldn't find the description now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting all week to use that. He, <laughs> he loaded that app and he's been so excited. <laughs> that so, awesome. you're a sick little man. <laughs> I know. Aren't I? Aren't I a stinker? So, number two. Okay. <clears throat> this cheese from the south central region of France gets its strong flavor from rye bread mold developed in the mid 1850s by cheesemaker Anton Roussel. It's less salty with a creamier, and buttery taste and a moist texture. So it's yeah. moldy. It's a moldy one? Uh-huh, it's moldy and it's French. Stinky fromage. Um, is it a blue cheese? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Roquefort? It's not. Okay. Um, hmm. A blue from France. It's not Roquefort. Yeah. Name any other one. What's the first blue from blue cheese that comes to mind? Um, I don't know because there's a couple of them. Say it. You know? Do you know? Um, I'm really blanking on the names. Okay. If I told you it had blue in the name. Uh. Oh. Coral blue. No, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. <laughs> Blue de Vern. <laughs> Blue de Vern. Blue de Vern. I knew you oh knew it. God. All right, there's still time to come back here. There's still time to win that wheel. All right. <clears throat> more questions for you. Jesus. No. So. <laughs> Your descriptions do not help. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, then, then, then we, we can certainly blame it on, on my descriptions. Okay, this one. The wild bacteria that, that defines this bold, sumptuous triple cream are native to Point Reyes. Aged four weeks and washed with a brine that encourages the sunset red-orange rind, it has a pungent aroma that complements a rich, smooth flavor. As that's not a boss. Mm -mm. It's a red rind from Point Reyes. Oh, Red Hawk? Yes. I used to love that cheese, and I tried it recently, and I was like, I don't know. It's just not the same. Hmm. I, I mean, it's, like, thing? Like, it's kind they, of pungent. Do they change with, like, vintage? Do cheeses, like, change by year? Like, I don't know. It used to not taste that um, pungent to me, but the other day I had it, I was like, oh, this is too much. Well, after being around it so much, then, I mean. Yeah, you kind of get used to all the different. Uh, three years? Four years? Has it been fucking three years? God damn it. Yeah. And you don't sit there and look at cheese every day. It kind of <laughs> goes away. You don't have Jeff right there quizzing you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. This nutty cheese from the Loire Valley of France is made from raw milk, the raw milk of alpine goats, known for their thick brown coats. Crumbly and smooth, it can be eaten at very stages of maturity. So it's a crumbly and smooth uh, goat cheese. That's French. 
Is it a blue cheese? I don't believe so, no. Hmm. Crumbly and smooth. Nutty, goat. I might say ricotta, but that's Italian, right? This one's French. Like, uh, Manchego, right? No, but that is a goat cheese for sure. That's the name of the, the name of the goats. Mm. Oh, there's just so many. I know. I mean, you have to understand, I had 30 cheeses on my cart at one point. I <laughs> well, <laughs> mm. all right. Um, wait, mm? you said it's nutty and it's smooth, but it's kind of crumbly? Yes. So is it like a hard cheese or is it like a semi-soft? I believe this one, I believe this one is harder, not hard like, um, like Manchego is. Mm -hmm. So I would say in between semi. I know I remember it crumbling. Like when you cut into it, it looks kind of crumbly on the outside and then you cut into it. A little round wheel. I mean, they all are, but. And it's a goat. So this one it goat. wouldn't be La Chevro. No, it's Croton. Croton. Oh, Croton. I don't like that cheese. All right, moving on. This smoky pressed cheese from the Basque country. Um, made from the milk of sheeps, covered in a hard, brown, and inedible rind. When aged for a few months, is nutty and buttery in flavor. If aged longer, it becomes dry from the from the shape. It comes. It becomes dry, firm, and sharp, in, and in good and is good for grating. Like Vela Dry Jack. Kind of, yeah. So it's um, and this one's so it's from the Basque country. So this is you know kind of between Spain and and France. I think of this more of a Spanish cheese. Yeah, I don't know where you got these descriptions from, but oh, did you write they're this? very. <laughs> they're very what? Like, I don't know if you would tell give me more of like a. Like, have you ever eaten it? Yeah, like a flavor like or like a texture. Like, so it's hard. So this is a hard one. It's a hard sheep's cheese. It's smoky. You don't eat the rind. Nutty, buttery. Hmm. A Vardy? No, it's got a, it's got a funny, it's got almost like a Spanish name. I would put, I would put it. Idiazabal. I forgot about that cheese. Mm. I always just like saying it because I would always forget how it was pronounced. I would have trouble yeah. pronouncing it, so I would just say it over and over. I just thought it sounded kind of Spanish. Mm -hmm. I actually don't remember anything else about it except when you said, oh, it sounds Spanish. Sorry, I need yeah. another drink. That's why I sound far away. Um, all right, there's two, two more. So far, we got to, we got to, we can we can pull this off. You only need one more of these to win. All right, this is another cheese from the Basque region. Has more of a French name. Also from sheep's milk is made by Benedictine monks using a cheese making process that goes back three thousand years. A semi-hard cheese with a natural crusty brown rind, marked with tiny craters. Firm, dense, rich, and creamy in texture. A taste resembling burnt caramel and a distinct lanolin aroma. So it's almost kind of soapy in That's the smell. That's not Tetamoin, is it? What is it? Tetamoin? No. Um, that was the weird one that like, I had to shave 
with the little round thing. Do you remember that one? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> okay. What did, you, what did you have to shave? So it the tetamoin. I want to hear about this. What? It was a Swiss cheese. It was like made by monks or something. It's like what were you shaving? What are you talking about? So you like put this cheese, it has a hole in the middle. And you put it on this little wood post thing. And then the knife would sit on the post and you'd go around in a circle and you'd shave the top of the cheese and it'd kind of be like these little flower looking things. That was like the purpose of it. Little cheese the, flowers? The, it was very soft on the inside, but the outside was really crumbly and brown. It had a lot of like a bouquet of cheese flowers. Flavor. If you play your cards right, Walter. Very so, yeah. so I think the thing in here is this is made by monks, right? And so where do monks live? So this isn't Borenkos, is it? Mm-mm. Okay. Walter, where do, where do monks live, just in general? Where do you go? Hmm? They live in cloisters <laughs> in France. Okay. What's another name for the cloister? The name of the cloister? Yeah. What's <laughs> sure. another name for a monastery? Uh, uh, another name for a monastery? Church? Temple? Yeah, there's another name for it that's in the name of this cheese. I'm working on it here, buddy. But <laughs> Can you say the description again? Yes, yes. So it's from the Basque region, much more closer to Fran uh, French. Um, a semi-hard cheese with a natural crusty browned rind marked with tiny craters, like real tiny. It's firm, it's dense, it's rich and creamy in texture. The taste has a little bit of burnt caramel. And the smell is of soap or like lanolin. Is cathedral the word we're looking for? It is not. Not monastery, not cathedral, not church. <clears throat> Little tiny craters. I'm trying to like picture this cheese. I'm trying to come up with synonyms for fucking monastery right now. What the fuck? I'm envisioning my cheese cart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of them laid out. Yeah, I'm trying to... See if I can remember. Some precocious little 10-year-old from New York. I'm from New York, and I know my cheeses. I know my cheeses, she said. Yeah. <laughs> I want that one. Did that happen? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to help her pick out some cheese, and I was like, she's like, I want that cheese. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a little bit stronger. She's like, I'm from New York, and I know my cheeses. <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have no idea. Tell me because I'm dying. So the, um, the word is abbey. So monks oh, live in an abbey. Yes, yes. Yeah. Abbey de Blanc. All right, well, this is the last one. Okay. I think you're going to get this one. Originally made by the, re by the request of Louis XIV looking for a native French cheese to replace the then very popular Edom from Holland. To make it distinct, it was first colored using carrot juice made from cow's milk. Nimelet. Bam. There you go. I just know because it tastes like carrots. Yeah, that's where it, that's where it got it. Yeah. Um, yeah did not like that one either. I actually was, it's so hard. It reminds me of like a moon rock or something. And I <laughs> yes. was trying to cut it with, I have, you know, a crowd around me discussing mm -hmm. cheeses. I'm trying to cut this cheese, and it was so hard that it chunk of cheese flew across the lobby. 
<laughs> no, a dog brought it back. <laughs> brought it dog back. Brought it back to me. He just like. I think it was so hard he couldn't eat it. fucking dropped it. I'm over here chewing through a rawhide bone, but this is. Tastes like carrots. I don't want it. He was just so excited for someone to play with him. Probably like, ooh, play catch, cheese. What's going on? He's just so confused. That was awesome. Thank you for that. You win. You won. You got it. <laughs> Great. Now um, I can fire a wheel of cheese, John. Thanks that was that. much harder than I thought it was going to be. Makes me want to go do some cheese tasting. Right. Um, I will. Um, I will have to work on my descriptions for next time. And um, well, write them yourself. Well, I kind of did. I mean, I just pulled what I got from whatever. It just moving seemed like around. struggling. With someone's like, if you written that, then you would have. I, I couldn't I couldn't read my handwriting in <laughs> and I I had like God gave you a typewriter or two? Don't you true. have like typewriters in your house? Do you I really? do have a couple. I have a typewriter and the laptop. That's awesome. Yeah. You're a squire. I am scholar. Which one is it? <laughs> or a squire. I can be a squire and a scholar. Um but yeah, I think that's that's our show. Is that our show? That's Wait, our show. Yeah. Any poems. You made me write poems. Oh, that's oh right. God, Walter. Walter. Yeah. Let me let's go. They're Read really your poems. Bad. I'm just gonna read one because we don't have time. You know I have, have time. Go, right? <laughs> okay. My favorite one. Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I, I had to change the page. And I don't know. I if I can't see you, I don't know what's actually happening anymore. I can still hear you. So please. Okay. I wanna hear I I wanna hear this poem. You're only gonna read one? Just the one. All right. The one why it passed. It's the only one that Kenzie's going to let me read. <laughs> the others, they did not pass any sort of test. It got kind of weird. <laughs> mm, yes. John wanted me to write 10, 10 poems about cheese. I got, homework? I got four, okay? And these four are fucking terrible, but this was the only cool. one. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. It's called Pungent. Fromage lips to God's ears. I can't bear it any longer. Brie Gouda and leave provolone. I like his accent. Yes. I mean, I think the accent is part of you. I mean, it's, it's important to have that in there, right? For it to flow. I can't hear you, buddy. You can't hear me again? Oh, there you go. I don't know what you just said, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I was just singing Le Croissant, Le Croissant. Oh, what is that? <laughs> it's from Little Mermaid. <laughs> I don't know. Le Croissant. Oh, no, I think he's singing Croissant. Le Poisson, Le Poisson. I love Le Poisson. He, 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 ha, ha, ha. And he, like, chopped up the fish. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. <laughs> Did we watch that together recently? I don't think so, no. Oh, I think I watched <laughs> It's a good movie. <laughs> Little Mermaid, <laughs> from the mind of Walter Schmidt. Thank you so much for, thank you for reading one of the four cheese poems, Mackenzie. Found online, if you. Uh... Yes. <laughs> thank you for for doing this. Thanks I'm for sorry. that test. Yes, I'm sorry for my bad descriptions. It shows me how easily I, things leave my mind. It was no. three years ago, buddy. Don't be too hard on yourself. No. Okay. You still know more about you than fucking anybody else. That's what I'm John. saying.
It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, John and-